Though they're with you, yet they're alone, frightened and longing for surroundings they've known. Send them on home. To the loved ones waiting, loved ones deprived of an answer to the question, is my child alive? Send them on home. Cause time is still dragging, seconds and years, siblings and parents living in tears. Send them on home. To the happiness and laughter once they knew, if there is any decency left ever in you, then send them on home. Bang. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Hi. Welcome to a brand new podcast. Mm. Yes, the first episode. The first episode. And uh, what are we going to do today? Before that, let us, you know, we'll introduce ourselves. Okay. Well, okay, let us first introduce the podcast. This podcast is called Salty Stories. Ooh. As you already seen. Yes. And what do we do? We, we tell stories. We tell yeah. different stories and we will tell different stories every time with yeah. uh, some kind of theme or topic. Mm. Exactly. And it can be topics from death <laughs> to birth Ooh, and okay. everything between, right? Yeah, so exactly. it can be happy, it can be sad, exactly. it can be interesting. It can, it can be, be oh, everything the, will be deep in the, the deep in the sea and the top of the mountain. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. That was, that was good, you know? Yeah, that was, that was good. That was deep shit right yeah. there. Yeah, you know? Okay, so, <laughs> um, should we start with introduction? Yeah. Who wants to start? Ooh. My name is Aqua, and I am 20 years old. And what else are we supposed to say except, you know? No, that's everything. We stay anonymous, you know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, we, we stay, stay anonymous. anonymous. Um, so I'm Silva. Remember my voice, cause you know I'm the it right here. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm twenty one. And my name is Light, and I'm twenty years old. Ooh. And young yeah. and sexy and beautiful. Always. Not like Silva, you know, <laughs> looking old. And yeah, she's twenty one and all. I don't think you're twenty one. <laughs> Talk about our today's topic. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. What's what's the what's, what's the, the what's the what is it? What, what comes <laughs> up in your mind after hearing her poem? You know, Silva's beautiful poem. Oh yeah, oh. right. The poem. Maybe you guess. Was yeah. Oh, you know, by the title. You know, what I realized because yeah. I thought the poem was from the the parents' view, mm-hmm. but it's actually from someone who sees the parents. No. Ooh, yeah. It's because that's it's someone who explains what the parents are going through. Oh. Because he said this is something, you know? Because yeah. I had the same thought. I thought, I thought you know, it was from a parent's view, you mm. know, losing a child or something like that. Yeah. But okay. But they mentioned the, what the parents are going through, what the family is going through, so it can't be somebody from that family, you know what I mean? Okay, like so a third like, person. Yeah, know? exactly, a third person. Oh, okay. Very interesting poem. It is. It's very sad. Yeah, what do you so think? What's so the first powerless. mind that pops in your mind? You know, was it the parents, the child? Yeah. The kidnapping? Yeah. Yeah, what pops first in your mind? Exactly. But as you all already know, pod- today's topic will be about kidnapping. Mm. And yes. we all will tell a story 
about or something about kidnapping or something relating to kidnapping. Yes. And I think it will be quite a difficult topic, actually. Mm. But quite interesting. Very interesting. Very, very mm-hmm. interesting. It's uh, dark. Really dark. dark all that. Mm. I know, my story is dark. Yeah, you, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously, nothing is too everyone much knows me. Yeah, yeah, everyone, mm, yeah. But for some of us, you know, it's we do calm. have all, yeah, calm. So, should we start with our stories? Yes, mm. who's starting? Uh, I think I it's you, Sylvia. Yeah, you should. I think yeah, you should. I also think you, you should, should go start. first. You should go first. I always need to do this kind of things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's you're, start. You're also, you know. So, <sighs> yeah. Let's feel the heat in this room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. Let's go. This is the um, abduction of Stephen Gregory Stainer. Okay. Um. I will I'll start with the birth of Stephen mm. and explain his life. Okay, so 18th April 1965, um, this beautiful couple got a baby boy in Merced, California. They later named the baby boy Stephen Gregory Stainer. And Mrs. and Mr. Stainer had five children and Stephen was the third. All in all, Stephen had one older brother um, who have who is pretty known. Um, his name is Carrie Anthony Stainer and he killed four women. Oh no. How old? Um he's older. He he was five years older or something. Mm-hmm. Um but this is um this is Steven's story. Okay. This is a whole nother story. <coughs> um Stephen was raised as any other kid. He was raised in a good home probably yeah and he was he was pretty helpful which you can see in the way he dressed you know it's very very sad um so everything started 4th december 1972 when stephen was seven years old like any other day stephen woke up that morning got dressed ate said goodbye to his family and went to school not knowing that that would be his last day to live to his family oh my god for years years for years how old was he when he was that he was seven years old seven oh my gosh Mm. Mm. steven was on his way back from school Mm -hmm. while he was like walking he was walking Mm -hmm. on his way home when he caught the eye of a man called erwin edward murphy and i thought i would i should tell you a little about this so Erwin Edward Murphy was a middle-aged man mm-hmm. who was working as a night security. Mm-hmm. And he had a co-worker named um, Kenneth Parnell. Kenneth Parnell is a convicted child uh, molester. Oh my. Okay. Okay. And Kenneth, the child molester, told Ed... Uh, Erwin mm-hmm. Murphy, that he wanted a child. He wanted to have a baby boy so he could raise him because poor Parnell, he couldn't have his own children and he was childless. So he just wanted a baby boy so he could raise him in a loving home in a, uh, what's called? 
you know, he's, uh, he, he wanted to raise me in a Christian home. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. He wanted to raise me in a Christian home. And the stupid, easy manipulated uh, Erwin is, he goes out to kidnap a baby boy. Wait, 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 wait. Poor Kenneth. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you're saying that Erwin mm. just kidnapped a boy? Just because mm. Kenneth wanted a boy. Yeah. Yeah. Easy metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Dumb. And the mm. worst thing is that people that knew Edward Murphy mm. says that he was a helpful, um, um, easy, uh, like um, he was a helpful man. Mm. Like you and could. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They were saying such nice things about, and I'm like, he kidnapped <laughs> a child for a child molester for God's sake. But did he know he was a child molester though? That knows, but, but but even even if it's uh, not a child molester, who can love a child just because somebody says I want a child? That's wait, did he do something before? Or was uh, this the first? Parnell had done stuff before, yes. But well, not Irving. But not uh, Murphy. No, nothing before. He was oh. just a working, you know, wrong place, easy man, I guess. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, um, did he gain something from it? Like, did he get no, money? Nothing. Nothing. That was it. Nothing. Oh, okay. Um, Stephen was on his way back home when he sees this um, church representative who's actually Erwin Murphy, who pretends to be a church representative uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, um, you know, help the church with some money or whatever. So he catches um, Stephen's uh, attention by talking to him and asking a few questions. So he asks Stephen, um, Stephen, would your mom be? Uh, would your mom? Would your mom like to help the church with some money? And Stephen, as the helpful little boy he is, says, mm-hmm. "Yes, my mom would like to help the church with some money." And then um, Murphy says, "Okay, would you take me to your mom? So you know, would you take me home to you so I can get your mom's, you know, information?" And then um, Stephen, without thinking, you know, about mm-hmm. it, he was like, "Oh, I will take you to mom." And then, without realizing, like seconds later, a bike comes by, who is driven by Kenneth Parnell. And Stephen goes up on the bike and thinks he's going to his mom. Oh my gosh. That was how he got abducted. Stephen um, and Parnell go to Stephen's cabin, which are 200 miles away from home mm. and this is in um, um, yeah Cassis Valley but it's very it's 200 miles away from mm-hmm. home so he takes him to the cabin um, next the so he takes him home to the cabin and Stephen gets to get used to the the place mm-hmm. before you know Parnell does Oh my gosh, are you serious? Like, does he... Oh my Um, gosh. um, The very next morning, Mm -hmm. early next morning, Stephen gets molested by (coughs) Parnell. And that was Parnell. And that was the first time he gets molested. And did Irvin know this? Irvin was not there at that time. Okay. He he says, (laughs) no. Um... So for the first week, mm. Stephen, as the poor seven-year-old he is, he keeps asking if he could go home, if um, Parnell is willing to take him home to his parents. Mm. And he keeps asking him like, 
I'm gonna go home. Would you take me to mama? Would you take me to papa? And uh-huh. and Ponel tells him that his parents don't have money to raise that many children. And because of the economics, Stephen cannot live at home anymore. His parents were willing to give Stephen oh my God. to Parnell because they didn't want him. Wait, anymore. wait, wait. So the parents knew? No, that's no, no, what, that's uh-huh, what okay, tells me. Okay. Says, your, my, your parents doesn't want you. Oh so they God. gave you away to me <gasps> because they couldn't take care of you anymore. No. And now I have the um, like legal rights right. over you. Yeah. yeah. That's what he tells this seven years old. Um, um, Parnell changes Stephen's name from Stephen Gregory Stainer to Dennis Gregory Parnell. So he keeps his middle name, but he changed the last name and the first name. The last name being mm. Parnell's last name. Yeah. Um, and this and Stephen gets to keep also his date of birth. And he uses that to enlist him in like different, uh, enroll him into different schools mm-hmm. while they're, because they're moving around too. Mm. So that he wouldn't, people wouldn't be mistaken, you know. Ah, uh-huh, they recognize him or oh, like, that. like that. Yeah, so he keeps moving around in California though. Okay. And they keep changing schools on him. Um, um, and he, like, he portrays himself like Stephen's father. That's what, the, or AKA Dennis now. Dennis now, yeah. So he's he changed. He's like pretends that he's the father of Dennis. Um, Stephen um, lives a pretty free. So like he comes and goes as he wants to. He eats and whatever. He even starts to drink. Okay, remember he's seven years old. He get abducted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He starts to drink like right after. So um. eight, nine, he starts to drink. Um, and he he does whatever he wants, as long as as long as you know Kenneth Parnell is on it, he he's allowed to do mm-hmm. whatever he wants, and that can be seen a bit like the like uh, confident. He's like he's confident that this child won't disappear, so he lets him do whatever. That's kind so of the child can trust him. No, I don't think it's so. I think it's more like he thinks he's so good at the kidnap, and because they're far away from home. Mm. This child won't disappear, so he lets him do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Okay, like so that. he like he's so confident that he has convinced Stephen that you know he can't go yeah, home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so this yeah. is his home. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Stephen, and obviously, as seven year old, that's what he thinks. He thinks yeah. mom and dad don't want me, yeah. mm-hmm. and this is this is my life now. But he, yeah. so he stays there. But he doesn't. Oh my god! Yeah. He keeps getting like molested. Yeah. Oh my god. And I, and imagine as a seven year old, yeah, sick. Um. Uh, Kenneth Parnell has a mother, who lives, who he have a. I don't know if she lives close to him, but they have a good relationship, him and his mother. Mm-hmm. And the mother claims that she has no idea Stephen or Dennis ever existed. But. But that's not that doesn't make sense. If they had a really good relationship, then they should like she should have like some kind of knowledge about the child. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, but no. Or see him. Yeah, nothing. She she says I didn't have 
but that's what she claims. God knows, you know. And um, sh- she gives um, Kenneth mm-hmm. a dog for a gift as a gift, and later Kenneth gives the dog to Stephen, which is one of the like nicest things. He's not going. He never done anything else, so that's the only thing he's oh. ever done. So uh, Stephen names the dog Queenie, which I think is well Queenie. Yeah, yeah Queenie. Um, but that's the only thing he has. Whatever. Um, another person that see that says that she had no idea about what like Venice or however he lives is a woman called Barbara Matthews. Barbara lived with Parnell and Stephen, aka Dennis for a whole year with her own children in the house. Oh, <gasps> shit. And she says that she had no idea what Parnell was doing to Dennis. And she had no idea that he kidnapped him. Because Parnell keeps saying, this is my child, so she just trusted him. For a whole year. That's what she, you know, that's what she claims. Oh, my gosh. And How could you not notice Later, when Dennis grows up, obviously, Mm. as children do, and he gets into puberty, right? And since Parnell is a child molester, he gets, you know, turned off by Dennis because he's growing up. He's a a grown man now. He, He doesn't want him no more. So he decides to go and do his second kidnap. Or abduction. Oh my gosh, so he keeps on kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> not letting Stephen go though. Stephen is his property, oh even though God. if he's gonna get another um, child. Yeah. So, 1980, uh, February 14th, St- uh, Parnell um, gets the help of Randall Sean Parman, who is a friend of Stephen. He's a teenage friend of Stephen. Mm. Okay. So Randall and Stephen are good friends. Mm-hmm. And That's Parnell, weird. Yeah, Parnell asks Randall, can you help me? I'm about to kidnap a child. And, Par- uh, and um, Randall says, I will help you. Why? I don't, oh my I don't, God, I like, don't, like, why would you do that? Would you, like, yeah. as if it's, like, going out shopping, like, will help me, like, yeah. what the fuck? No. That's so random. That's, yeah. No. So, um, so they go for the second abduction, and they choose a child named Timothy James, and a.k.a. Timmy White, which I think Cornell changes. Two. Yeah, to Timmy White. Um, Timmy White is five years old. Oh my god. And he lives in Utah, California. Mm. And he, yeah, they they take this five year old and they take him to the cabinet together with Stephen. Mm-hmm. So imagine as a five year old, you're mm. not at home, you're not you're taken away from your parents, from your family, probably molested. Mm. Yeah, since it was such a long time ago, Jay, uh, Parnell had something since, mm. you know, Stephen's growing up. Yeah. Um, Wait, not Stephen. Timothy. 
What? Because Steven's grown up. Yeah, Steven. Yeah, yeah. Steven has yeah. grown up, yeah. so now he needs a new child to molest. Wait, yeah. So Steven helped him kill. No. No, Steven's friend did. Aha, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Corman did. Okay, so Timothy gets the help of. No, Timothy finds comfort in Dennis. Steven, it is Steven. Yeah, finds comfort in him. So um, he tells him, like, please take me home. I want to go back to mommy and daddy. So take me home. And. Imagine a survivor. Please tell me that home. Steven did take him home. Did he take him home? Anyway. Let us continue. Yeah. So March 1st, 1980. Mm. Uh, at night, Pornell is working as a night security. Mm-hmm. And uh, Steven and Dennis, Steven takes, um, no, Timothy. Steven takes Timothy. And they go hitchhiking into the inner Mika to find Timothy's parents. Mm-hmm. So Stephen decides to help Timothy because yes. he doesn't want him to go through what he went through. Okay. So he takes him. So he they go mm-hmm. to the inner um, Mika, but they can't find the house. They can't find the location or whatever. They can't find Timothy's parents. So they so Stephen decides to. Um, Take Denny, take uh, Timothy into um, a police station mm-hmm. so that they can help him in there. And Stephen is planning to, you know, send Timothy in and then leave himself and disappear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the police finds the two boys before Tim, uh, before Stephen gets Find to them. Well, before Stephen gets to go. Oh. So they find him. They find both of them, and uh, then Stephen, you know, tells the police about who the little boy is. Mm-hmm. This is this is Timmy James, Timothy mm-hmm. James. This is the guy that um, w- this got kidnapped. The, he, it's him you are looking for. And then the police are like, okay. And then they ask him like, who are you, mm-hmm. and what's your identity? And remember, it was seven years ago Stephen was kidnapped. Okay. So he's probably one of the forgotten. Yeah. So mm. he he decides to tell the policeman about his story. And he tells he about his story. Yeah, and he tells them where he disappeared and what happened to him, and he tells them about his true identity. <gasps> yes, March second, nineteen eighties. And Stephen gets to reunite with his family. Oh my gosh! Both of them actually got to reunite with their family. Mm. Um. And uh, the police catches Parnell mm-hmm. when he comes yeah. back from work. Mm-hmm. And then the police finds out that, oh, wait, he has sexual assault record. Like, like so far back as 1961. Like, he, wow. he was about, what, maybe 20? And they didn't do anything? They, they, yeah, they, they just found that out. Oh. Like if a child disappears, shouldn't you shouldn't you look for like close predators or whatever? But yeah. no, but no, they found that out when when they caught him. Oh my god! Oh, he has a criminal record. What? We have no idea. <gasps> that. Um, and then he gets convicted for two separate um, two separate crimes. Okay. On and on, he gets seven years in prison. Only seven years. Yes, yeah, just seven years. Are you kidding it's with me? It's even worse. 
he only like he only uh, was called like parole so he only does five years <sighs> yeah and the sick thing the thing that pisses me off is that they never convicted him for the sexual assault he did to what the yeah. wait 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 so they only convicted him for, for the kidnap, kidnap. Yes. and uh, the, the, the the that he they took the kids from their parents that's what they that's what the Condition. I don't know. Is this like did they say anything do. about it? Like they didn't have proof of anything. No, what they said was because this happened because, like, he had a criminal record before the kids, right? So they say that he's been around the country in different uh, state, different you know, what's called states. Oh, states. Yeah. yeah, and because of that, they can't find and because the rules are so different they have nothing on him really but that's just and like if no the child proof. says yeah. that they have been molested like what else yeah, like, what, what kind of proof do they want like yeah the prison took a psychopath yeah, the, well, that's what they decided to do so they let him go after five years and Parman and Murphy remember the two guys that mm. helped the kidnapping those two got even lesser no of course. So what? Like a year, two years, uh, even oh months. Shit. Yeah, because they only helped, and and also they claimed that they had no idea what he was going to do with them. Oh yeah, well, like kidnapping isn't like bad uh, yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we they were like we didn't know he was going to sexual assault the kids. We had no idea. Yeah. But they think like kidnapping, that's okay yeah, because. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but th- th- that's no problem. Kids, yeah. Kids, they, they don't have no They won't remember anything. Yeah. Stupid. I don't know what's stupid. Like the predator or these two people helping him. Like. <sighs> Anyways, um, Stephen. Obviously, this story gets really big. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot of attention, mm-hmm. and everybody want to know what, what you know, the story. He decides to not tell the story. As we decide to keep the parts of the sexual assault and the rape, everything, to himself. So he, he, he will not tell anybody about it. So he decides that that won't come out. Mm-hmm. Because Where I think it, yeah, it must be hard. No, I, I think it's, it's too hard to talk about it. So he, he, he doesn't want to talk about it. But they asked him about how his life is now. Mm-hmm. And stuff, because we, uh, we did an interview with, mm-hmm. him, with some news people. And they asked him how life is now and everything. And he says that, which is I think is pretty cute. He says, mm, "I'm when I when I um, fled, like when I came back home, I was almost a grown man. Mm. But my parents still saw the seven-year-old me, which is really sick. But then he later goes on to say that he it's a part of him that wishes to ne- that he never came back home." What? And things like uh, he, he like there was one time in the interview that he said, "I don't understand. My father won't hug me anymore." <gasps> and I think it's because he doesn't understand like how much he still has affect not only him but his family too, you know. And so because of that, it's like he kind of feels like he's hurting them, and he's like, "I wish a part of me wishes I never came home. Oh. I should have like disappeared on my own." Which she was thinking to do in the first place. Okay. Um, 
Stephen died. Seventh, September 17th, 1989. So nine years later, he... Like, where do you begin, even? Like, what? Honestly, where do you begin? Yeah. As soon as the happy, happy part comes, it's... Yeah. No, but seriously. The thing that that was really hard with the story was the the interview, because I read a little part of the the interview when he comes back home, you know? Mm -hmm. And you actually... It's not just that he suffered through the sexual, so he suffered through all that. It's not just that. But it keeps haunting him, and he also said that he was, like, he also had like a lot of um, psychologists and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to help him like heal those thoughts and you and stuff. But he never got the whole course. He just stopped going after a while, so he gets a bit uh, depressed, I guess. And it's of it's course it would how get much, how much it affa- like. It's not just by the time being. It no. even affected him afterwards. That's the sad part. Yeah. How much impact it, it has on it his actually, life. Yeah. That's the... Yeah. yeah. Those nine years, he could have been suffering from all that. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Which well, he the did. Death could be a... Yeah, if, if you look at it that out. way. Yeah. You, it could be like... If he suffered... Mm. No, but still... This is so sick. Mm. It's a sick mind. Like, how can you? Because now, okay, let's think about my opinion about this. Is yeah, uh, what was its name? The predator's name. Uh, Kenneth Parnell. Yeah, Parnell. Like, okay, he's a child molester. Mm. He, you like, he already has that label. Mm. So, but. What makes me like angry is the ones who's helping him, yeah. because you know he's he is already crazy. Pernal is already crazy, yeah, he's already yeah. a sick but person. the people helping him, like, like it was don't they? Idea. Yeah, like don't yeah. they have any kind of sense, yeah. or are they also as crazy as him? Yeah, uh, just not admitting it, or like, yeah. I can't even you like. You know what they say? Like, what's called? Psychopaths drag other psychopaths to them. It's kind of oh. like that. You know how black people drag other black people. <laughs> 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think obviously, like uh, pedophiles drawing to pedophiles. You know, it, it has to be something like that. Yeah. Because I don't know. Do they like, have a Facebook or something? Yeah, yeah. WhatsApp group. Like, hey, one of someone. I need some help. I wanna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kidnap a child today. Someone's like free. You said, like you said, go on, go on a shop. Yeah. You know? I, I don't, how, how do you... How does it sound in your head? Yeah. I have that amazing story for you guys. About, oh. about their mind. Or a kidnapping. Mm. No, but still. I, I still don't understand that. Because that's what's made me more angry. Because he's already like labeled as mm. bad as a bad guy. Yeah. But how come these guys, these so-called normal guys, yeah. just wants to help to kidnap a, a 
a child yeah. and not be like wait that sounds weird yeah. like should wait, I question yeah. him a little bit like what do you want to do oh, with a child oh, oh, even if you don't want to be involved yeah maybe call the police like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just be exactly. like yo this this man is like so because because pr- yeah because yeah. pr- what Pernell does is literally just asks his uh Steven's friend like hey yeah. you you want to <laughs> kidnap a child <laughs> and he's like yeah why not <laughs> i can help you with yeah. that yeah. imagine being that sick though cuz he's not even <laughs> that stupid. he's not even that old like the poor man randall mm. yeah. he's a teenager yeah i mean so they they have old. some so, some kind of sense like they do like know said, other psychopaths just uh, just out of respect but probably yeah yeah, yeah that's probably it Gosh. Well, I don't know. This is. And we don't we don't talk about you know guys being kidnapped that much. No, we don't. Because it doesn't happen as much as girls. Let's be honest. But this is one of the few, and it's a sick story. It it really is. Mine's about a boy too. Mm. It's a very sad story. Because you know they don't get as much attention as girls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like in general, if you look at it. Girls and women do get more kidnapped exactly. than yeah, you know than guys, yeah. uh, and when we look at guys, it's always the like the younger the boys who gets kidnapped. Yeah. It's not like a full a grown, grown man, man. Yeah, yeah, that, that in gets the of 40 kids. yeah. <laughs> okay, that sounds like cool. like. No, like I, if I, it I was, it would it. it would probably be on like ransom or something like that. But I don't yeah. think they would like kidnap a full grown man yeah. for like I don't know other reasons but okay i have a question to you if steven was a guy was a girl instead of a guy do you think that parnell would get a higher sentence yeah do you think it would change anything or do you think it would be lower yeah i think it would get higher it would get because you know this was back in 19 what 1980 yeah 1970 so i think that their mindset was yeah why would he kidnap a boy and yeah. then molest him because you can't get anything out of a boy because he's a man. Yeah. But if it was a girl, they'd be like, yeah, obviously he kidnapped her just to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. molest her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. But if it was now, because they were not used yeah. to the thought of a, of a grown man being both pedophile and gay at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. G- Maybe. Gay, gay, it wasn't as much. Because he, he obviously he was. He was prefer he, he preferred boys over girls. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah so we can see in the pattern when he like actually kidnaps Timothy, mm. a boy. Mm. And homosexuality, it wasn't as popular or yeah, yeah, it wasn't as known. About. Yeah, yeah as exactly. Known it was anything. something normal. So it's like no, he, he can't. Like, it's a boy. Mm. Yeah. Why would a man? But like, like it doesn't so like didn't the ju- judge like think like why did he kidnap two boys? Like didn't even like See, try to understand. Yeah. They like. I think he's. De- I hope he's dead now. <laughs> yeah, but, but I hope so cause too. Because he's old, and now it's forty years ago since he was sentenced. So For only five years. Forty. Forty. He was sentenced. Uh, Eighty in the eighties. No, no, no. Forty 80s. years. Ago, yeah. he was sentenced for yeah. five years. For, no, yeah. no, for seven. Yeah, for but he only got yeah, did five. for five years. Yeah. So. so I hope he's. I hope he's. Dead. I hope he had a cool death. Oh, that sounds bad. But I hope he. I really. No, hope it doesn't sound suffered. bad. It sounds like music. He <laughs> 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 deserves it. Yeah. Like that's not how you should. 
So let's wrap it up and moving to the next story. So welcome back to uh, Salty Stories. And now Lights, aka me, will start the second story. And uh, this story will be about how two people meet, get married, all through kidnapping. And this sounds like how do two people get married and all that through kidnapping. That's kind of weird, I know. But this actually does happen in a country called Kyrgyzstan. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but Kyrgyzstan is actually located right under Russia between Kazakhstan and China. And it's quite a small country, uh, which might also be the reason why this is, isn't that known. And what is this like whole thing is called? It's called bride kidnapping. Mm-hmm. And what this like, the thing about this is like, um, it's kind of an act on kidnapping a woman to make them their wife, and. It's like how ugly does it be to do this? Like <laughs> seriously, rejection. No, 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 no. But the thing is, like, it can be also because they're pressured mm-hmm. from back home that they have, like, the man has to get married and they don't find anyone and they so, do it. So asking, through. asking. No, her? well, that's that's the that's view. old style. We don't, we don't do that. <laughs> like, like we, yeah. we, we don't want to propose. We yeah. want just to kidnap, like, yeah. right away, and. Wow. This why this is so weird is that is this is some kind of tradition there, mm. so this isn't like it's not weird if you see someone get kidnapped right on the street. They're like, oh, they just gonna get married. <laughs> like, oh my God. Do you understand that? <laughs> just do you understand that sense? Oh my! Wait, that's this. That, it doesn't go into my head. You know? Wait, no, no, no. It's till today. That's like a normal thing. Yeah, like, it's in like like two thousand eighteen. That's a. But like. It is kind of normal still in like in some places, but mm. like the majority people, like the majority in the country, yeah, says lie, lie. Yeah, yeah, they are like they don't agree with this. They like they see this as a like cruel a kidnapping, they yeah. a crime that shouldn't be allowed. Mm. So that's kind of good. <laughs> like they have actually like um, made you know organizations, you know, try to spread the word, and mm-hmm. so they have gotten a lot of. You know, attention and better, mm-hmm. but this still happens, and it's so wait, disgusting. Is this, is this in their culture? This like no, 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 no. They do say that this is a old Asian tradition that they have to keep alive, mm-hmm. but they have like some people have done some research mm-hmm. that tells that this isn't any some kind of old tradition. That this is only like it only had been common prior. To the Soviet period, which has like was in like nineteen twenties, oh, okay. so it was like it, it started to get yeah yeah so it started to get popular like around nineteen twenties. So before um, the World War Two. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, and then it got like it quieted down like it didn't get that popular sent in. Then it was in nineteen ninety four, it was like it got um, it got illegal to bribe kidnap. In Kyrgyzstan, and that's when people were like, "Oh my God!" But yeah, yeah they were like, "Oh, well, like, like, what is this a thing?" <laughs> so, oh so it was like in the twenties, like two thousands, mm-hmm. that this like 
bride kidnapped like came back and became popular again mm. like like the i have the story um like which is really gripping i think we'll, we'll, i will start that story soon but i just want to tell you that people still does this Mm. Even if, like, it goes against, you know, like, this is a crime mm. to do right kidnapping right yeah. now. And even if it goes against, you know, the law and even Islam, because uh, what... Islamically, you have to ask the... Yeah, the, the Islamically, you have to ask because the, the only answer. reason why I even takes, uh, I take up Islam is because the majority uh, of the ethnic uh, critics mm. are at Bali's name, like, Muslims. But, that, but, but I don't know. They still think this tradition is um, more above the law and the, like the Islamic ruling. Oh so they don't like. They don't care. They're like, this uh, is it. Like this is tradition. Like, this is it. But some. But I will have to tell you this: that some people actually do this with consent. Mm. Like they do it like willingly. Like the bride and the groom, they like discuss, they like each other, the family mm-hmm. like each other, but they just do it out of like tradition. Oh, that's okay. So that's like that in that sense, it's okay. But some people just like to see a girl and they're like, let's kidnap her, I want to marry her. And they plan everything and they just take her. This is the reason why you should not <laughs> be, <laughs> you should not be pretty outside. Oh, it, just imagine going out for shopping and somebody's like, Yo. Yeah, yeah, that's what f- I want to marry her. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. No, so, see her family. Not Instagram, <laughs> not Facebook. Let's just keep my. Oh my gosh. Well, I will tell you now about a story. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 52 year old woman who tells her story when she got bride kidnapped. And it starts by her telling that she went out like any other day, right outside her door to get some water Mm. like uh, so she went out and trying to get some water and from nowhere she feels a hand on her back and she gets dragged up on a horse and just like the man just takes off takes off he just takes off And like at that moment, like she doesn't understand anything. She's like, "What's happening? Like, can you like you're like outside, just going to bring some water to like right outside your house, and from nowhere you get kidnapped (laughs) on a horse, like going full on gallop like somewhere you don't know where, and." Yeah, no, I don't know. That just that thought really scared me. Like the one second you're just living your life, and the next second you get kidnapped, not knowing. Like yeah, like imagine you getting taken away from your friends, family, your life, like everything. Your plans. Oh my god! Like what if I'm what if I'm going? <laughs> to how how old was she? I will get to that. I will get to that. Mm, okay. So um, what happens was like she. T- like continues his story like this is well you know he gets to like he goes home she um they try yeah she takes her home and the whole uh, ritual about this bride kidnapping is that you take the girl home to yourself Mm -hmm. and the woman from the groom's family Mm -hmm. convince the bride 
you know, to marry the guy by taking a white scarf and like putting it on her. Mm. And if like once she puts the white scarf on her, she accepts the marriage. So But have she, have she seen the man? Yeah, but he's the one kidnapping her. <laughs> no, but I mean, if he, if he just takes her... Yeah, yeah, but, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, she does get the chance, you know. She knows, like, okay, that's oh, the man, like... But, but you know, in all that hectic, you know, you're, they're, they're crying, they're fighting, like, they're doing everything, yeah. so, you know, to get away from them. So what if she doesn't put the scarf on? Okay. I will get to that. I know you guys have questions, but I will get to that. Mm-hmm. Because... But the the tradition is like the ritual is that when she gets the white scarf on, she accepts the marriage, and they will get a uh, an imam to you know read everything and just you know get the official marriage done. Okay. And Fantastic. yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So and after that, the men from the groom's family will then go to the bride's family and tell them, we have kidnapped. Your daughter, we are sorry. This is just going to be going to be possible. We are kidnapped your daughter, <laughs> we are sorry. And they will bring you now gifts and, you know, to make it up to them, mm. you know, to like, okay. just like accept it. Okay. You can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it. So that's, you know, the ritual, uh, like how it's supposed to be. So she doesn't actually say. so many questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> crying. Like, oh my God, okay. The woman, like the 52 years old woman who tells the tells the story, story yeah. uh, she doesn't specify, you know, the, re- the like this part, that like what she did or something. But yeah. she tells later on that she gets to know that she wasn't even kidnapped in the first place to be his wife, mm. but instead she was kidnapped to be raped by him and his fan- friends. Raped. Wait, like she was even she wasn't even planned to be his wife, but oh planned my. to be raped by him and his friends. But she wasn't raped because she he liked her small figure. Like he so liked her. If she was a big figure, then yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, like if, if she, there was anything off by her, he would rape her and then just leave her. But because she was pretty, yeah, like he he started to like her. Eyes, yeah, yeah, he started to like her and kept her. Like he's talking like this is a freaking pet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is so sexy. She was like, I was about to get raped by him and his friends, but because he started to like me, that never happened. Okay, keep on. I wanted to keep. Anyway, so wait. This is the end. Like it continues. So, um, what happens then is that. She doesn't get raped. She becomes so-called um, his wife. And the torture doesn't end there because her in-laws are not that great to her, especially the mother-in-law. Because what the mother-in-law does is, like, uh, when this woman who gets kidnapped is 15 years old, she gets her first child, a daughter, Wait, so she gets kidnapped when she's 15? She does ki- get kidnapped when she's 14. Okay. So this whole thing happens to her when she's oh 14 God. years old. She gets kidnapped, taken away from her family, forced into a oh marriage, 
and then gets pregnant when she's 15 and then gets her first daughter. So that's what happens. And she gets a daughter, but what her mother-in-law does is she locks in her and the child in a small room. Oh, I hate some mother. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. And uh, starves them. And she doesn't get any food. And because of that, she can't produce any milk. So yeah. she can't breastfeed her child. Oh my god. Like some mothers in laws are so she sits there in the room almost every day and the sad part is only after one month the child dies right there and what about the husband like he, like he, he, doesn't, he, care. he doesn't care he, like he doesn't he, give up like he, he made her pregnant he did what he wanted and he, he lived like he doesn't he, he doesn't care like he's not even in the story like like he he did his, his part he kidnapped her yeah he kidnapped and, her and like impregnated and her and like it. as she tells you know this story like it's so sad because this is a video you can see her tell this in a video and she's like you can see how she tears up as she says like she still has this heavy guilt on her that about you know her child and that she feels like she's the one that killed her child because she couldn't save her because she couldn't feed her and like this like it's it's horrifying like it's seriously horrifying just for think think to like thinking like she had to see her own child die right in front of her and like I said this is sad because most of these bride kidnappings like never ends like it never gets a happy ending it always ends up like bad one way or another like most of like there are stories like you can read about this so much on the internet like there were so many stories about how girls don't like they can't live happily in the family so they just see one like one solution and that's you know taking their own life yeah basically suicide or that this like the other stories about how yeah you were asking like why can't she just you know leave Mm -hmm. this actually this stigma about if a bride who gets kidnapped stays over like more over like overnight Mm -hmm. at the groom's house Mm -hmm. then like this like she they see her like she gets labeled not pure oh so you understand he he has slept with her yeah 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 yeah. so even if like she doesn't agree on the marriage and she stays more than one night at the house like to the rest of the world they will see like she's not pure anymore she's like disgusting like yeah 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 so in the fear of not, you know, getting that label and, you know, not being able to get back into society, most of the women do actually in the end agree mm. on the marriage. And and the other like other reasons why people actually in the end do get, you know, agree on the marriage is because people people do see this like like this is some normal thing. 
Mm. They don't see that this is wrong. They see like this. This is old the tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They see this like this is an old tradition, and it's okay. You should just accept it. This is, mm. you know, this is how it should should be. But they don't realize how wrong it is because they have normalized this act so much that it's they, not even a surprise. Yeah, yeah, it's not even a surprise. They're like, oh well. Th- that's how bad. that's how it was supposed to be yeah. and you know it's been a very few cases where the you know the bride actually then starts to love the man and you know they live happily ever after but you know that's not that's not what that's a small chance you can say that's a small small chance that the bitch never happens yeah yeah you know different ending nay and I don't know what to tell you guys anymore because it's kind of but wait how did uh, wait are you done with this yeah yeah yeah. okay but I was going to ask you so if 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 they give her the scarf and Mm. she say she doesn't put it on Mm -hmm. does she have to stay the night no they keep her that's that's the problem some families like it all depends on the you know the bride's family. Mm. If they're like if they get to know that the bride's you know the daughter have been kidnapped, mm. some are like okay well we have to accept it. So even if she wants to go home, they're like no, this is your family now. So they won't even accept her back, oh which forces her to accept the family. Words, you know? Imagine if Roya did that to you. Oh my god. Yeah, no. because that's the mindset that they have put in themselves into. So some, but some people do get back home. It's not all brides who gets kidnapped that doesn't get back, back home. home yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There have been cases, you know. There have, I actually read one story that where this woman uh, was uh, kidnapped, and she refused to accept the, you know, the marriage, and you know, the women uh, in the groom's family, you know, tried for like over ten hours. To convince her, you know, to accept this marriage, but she, you know, like she refused, and in the end, they just gave up, and she went back home safely. And so it's possible, but it all depends on your family. On the on your f- no, not on your, just on your family, on the situation. Mm. Like what's the situation you are put into? There's also another story where uh, this this woman she refuses. When the, a man at first comes and you know try to propose and she's just like no I can't you know I don't I don't have that feelings for you, mm. but later on he gets so aggressive that he kidnaps and like um, hits her and how do fights her what oh he abuses her. yeah abuses oh. like she ab- he abuses her mm. kidnaps her and in that way she gets forced. To marry him. Oh my god. So like there are a lot of so different reasons on how people get you know kidnapped, how they you know are forced to marry them or how they try to ex- escape and like it's not that easy you know it's not always that easy it's not always to that easy to get out of that norm. Yeah. Because to it's so, no- it's, it's so normal. It's like it seemed like it's like no, but that's life. That's how people like they knew. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. that's how it's supposed to be. So the guy wins anyways. If he if he proposes to 
goes to you if you say no he, he, he can just do whatever he wants to you yeah but basically what's the difference between that and rape nothing that's, that's the point that's rape <laughs> that's the point you that's the whole to themselves point. Yeah. Like, so it doesn't look like a crime yeah basically like sorry we kidnapped your daughter and here are some <laughs> gifts. gifts yeah uh, excuses what yeah what? and the sad part is like even the police over there like some of them are they don't do anything even if they get to know there's a ki- bright kidnapping happening over there they're like well that's how it's supposed to be yeah it probably like so like it's a very few cases that's actually has been like they have been uh, yeah mm. but imagine being in a situation where you're kidnapped and your family says no and the kidnapper's family and the kidnapper wants you and the police and the whole country doesn't do anything because they're like yeah that's how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. like imagine and being that stuck. woman mm. and you cannot do anything because if you run away you're dirty mm. everyone will be against you like, yeah. okay two things one imagine being imagine being the mother who gives birth to a daughter and then your daughter gets kidnapped yeah. Because I think in most cases, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the mother doesn't get to, get to say anything in this. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. The man is the one who's giving her away. So no, 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 no. But there are some really known cases with mother where like she refuses totally because yeah. they have been through it themselves. Oh yeah, yeah. Because most of the you know women's population, they like what was this, what was it like. One third mm. of the population, women's population there, have been bribed, kidnapped. Oh Even also like, but that's you know you have to count in you know that some of them were consensual, you know, okay, willingly, okay, yeah, and okay. some were like but the families had agreed and yeah. so on, and but yeah, so it's very common. So like the older generations have been through this, which makes it like some people, which makes them more against it. Like we have been through this. We don't want or yeah, we we're not allowing our doctors to go through this. So there are cases where you know the bride's family go and get their daughter back, mm. saying like, no, we're not going to agree with this. This is wrong. Mm. And it was really beautiful because the video I saw, you know, they were going around asking you know the commoners living there like, what do you think about you know bride kidnapping? And they were interviewing this guy. Who's you know who was talking about it and he said like some of his you know I don't know friends or someone he knew mm-hmm. had come up to him and you know said like do you want to help us we want to kidnap this you know this girl mm-hmm. and he was like no I'm not gonna help you this is wrong but what I can do is like I can introduce you to her you can talk to her you can get to know her mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of going around and kidnapping Act- her acting like human beings yeah. yeah so it was like. So that made me happy, knowing that this the newer generations mm. that are growing up in Kyrgyzstan mm. are actually like really against it, yeah. and are thought oh, so the people. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, but they are really thought to you know, uh, acting right, mm. and to know that you know this whole bride kidnapping and all that shit is wrong. Mm. So in that sense, it makes you know it gives me hope that you know it's not everything is not lost and that just in few years in the future th- this is, will just be like a history that doesn't repeat itself i hope 
I want to say something else. Oh yeah, does the bride get the ch- like when they kidnap her? Mm-hmm. Does she ever get to see her family again, or or never? Just it. I should don't know about that. I mean, yeah, probably. You know, mm-hmm. after you get married, you can't re- much. You, you can't really do anything else. You yeah, know, yeah. you're married now. So yeah, if they if uh but I think more if you know the bride's family actually comes and visits her mm. because I think you know it's kind of risky just to let her go and visit you know uh, her family, family if she runs off yeah because but because but there are you know no, cases where she actually lives happily ever ever after in the family so in that cases she might you know they might send her off you know to visit her fam- family and yeah. so on um. But no, I actually think that they probably would be more reasonable if the bride's family visits, you know, her mm. instead in place. So wait, wait, um, um, what was I gonna say? Now I forgot. Oh no. yeah, this. Okay, so uh, this answer is enough. But does the does the does the guy does does the bride always know who the guy is or no. is it like oh so it's just no, somebody no. that comes from yeah, a yeah. whole other city yeah 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 it, it, it can be like uh, a guy you know wa- looking for a bride so they can go around you know in the city or where wherever they are mm-hmm. and be like well that she looks good and you know just take her not knowing her name her age her education where she is where she lives oh Wait, how Nothing. do they Nothing find out about the, her family no, no, they, they, that's all, like, during, you know, if she accepts marriage, then you know, in the end she has to tell, you know, her name, her Otherwise age. it would be um, a about haram herself. relationship, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I basically, the whole thing is a haram relationship. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> so in the end she, you know, but she does have to tell. tell her. And in the end, she, you know, she has to tell so that, you know, her family knows where, where she, she is. Yeah, imagine, yeah, imagine worrying your mom to, to that point, no? No, Imagine worrying your mom, telling your name, and then go back to the family, thinking no, that they're gonna save you. No, no, but imagine like they probably like give her guilty, you know, the guilt. Yeah. They probably oh. like, oh, your mom is looking for you. You should tell her, you know, or or Allah will hate you because you're not married to me. But we don't still have sex, so you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like, know, they, they, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, and and yeah. that sad part is there was this. Um, another story. I think the the father was the one telling this, and he was telling about how you know her, his daughter was abducted, mm. and that you know a few days or I don't actually know how many days, but they found her. Uh, she had hanged herself. Oh. And his theory in all of this is that she was kidnapped one day by by an unknown man. And that uh, when she got there, she refused to get married, and instead they raped her, abused her, uh, which made her hang herself. And he has actually taken this, you know, to the court and stuff. You know, he wants to. No, he has uh, said that he wanted this to get investigated, mm. and because you know, of course, the groom's family, you know, says they don't know anything that this wasn't how it happened and so on um but like that's his theory which i actually think 
sounds about right. Yeah, that's true. So you know, I don't know this whole this whole so-called tradition is just so fucked up. Yeah, this is why I'm so against you know tradition. I tell you guys all the time, I'm like, you know, I hate tradition. <laughs> I, I even hate my own tradition. I'm like, I, I hate it. You know, culture and all, all that. Yeah. I, yeah, it's just... But just some of it, not all of it, you know? Yeah, some of it. Like yeah. the food and the clothing and and the part that actually comes from Islam, like the respect, the, the you know... The, the, you know, some kind of... The the love. Yeah, the part that comes from Islam and the food. Besides that, culture is that. Hannibal culture is something that really it just oh, joins people. Oh, we don't talk about culture. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh-huh. it, is it, is it, oh, yeah. Anyways, so are we done with the discussion? Are you, are yeah. You, I, I, I don't know what else yeah. to tell you guys. Oh my god. Okay. This is it. So you wanna wrap it up? Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Um. <laughs> yeah, well, you wrap wrap it up already. Well, yeah, let's wrap, wrap it, it up. up. Let's wrap it up and go to the next story after the break. Yes. <laughs> so, B, welcome back. It's the last story of the Saudi story. So, to wrap it up, I chose to. I chose a story about a kidnapped mind, a mind of a kidnapper. Woo! Okay, Michael Delbin. Michael Delbin. Yeah. He was sentenced for let's say kidnapping, sexual harass, ab- abuse, mm. assault. Yeah, and everything. So he got seventy-four years. Seventy-four years. Yeah, and he was caught. He at least got time, bro. Yeah, and he was. <laughs> Imagine five listen, years. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm not even done with my sentence. Mm-hmm. So he was caught when he was forty years old. So he will pretty much just die in prison, no? Okay. Yeah. So the FBI, they wanted to, you know, know what, what's going on in his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you doing this? Why kidnapping? So they wanted to know what caused him to commit these crimes. So after what's it? After a year, I think, or some years, he agreed and wanted to interview and talk about why he did it. So they set up this meeting from with agents from the FBI, and yeah. So when they came in, they gave him like good interviews, and he was like receptive, and he was wearing trousers and white suits, and he was like, "What took you so long?" You know what? Because he wanted to talk. He wanted to tell them why he did it. He was he's so was, excited. About yeah, him. he's so excited. You know, he's so sick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So this guy, yeah. Michael Delvin, just call him Delvin. Oh no, Michael Delvin. Yeah, he was adopted as an infant, but he described it as no issues, no problem. It didn't disturb him. As any, yeah, any it was yeah, yeah. and other child, yeah, and yeah. other family. And he described his childhood as mostly happy, mm-hmm. just like another kid. No sexual abuse, no physical abuse, nothing. Just a normal kid. And usually these kidnappers and all that, they have some kind of, issues, you know, yeah. upbringing, yeah. issues from mm-hmm. upbringing, yeah. which leads them to being as they are. Mm-hmm. So this man, yeah, he had nothing, no issues, nothing. But one thing, he struggled with his feelings. And by feelings, I mean, it was emotional. When he was a kid, he saw a boy, a little boy, 
you're run over by a school bus <gasps> and you didn't feel anything. Nothing just felt oh shit. Oh my Nothing. god. Nothing. Oh this is a psychopath. That's when it felt like it was emotionless because you couldn't feel anything. Oh. And so this guy, yeah. He this guy he realized that he was attracted to boys, young boys. So he tried to avoid it. Under his what was it? He tried to avoid the temptation and to ignore it. So he just was was living his life by ignoring it. Okay. By not by not putting some not thinking into it. Mm-hmm. So one day or one time of his life in his teenager, he tried to kidnap as a teenager when he was a teenager. <laughs> a teenager. A okay. young boy. <gasps> Imagine a teenager kidnapping a young boy. Mm. It was it didn't it didn't happen. It was an unsuccessful kid attempt. Mm. So he stopped. Mm. He just stopped himself. He was stopped. Mm-hmm. And you know most kidnappers when do it when it when it gets unsuccessful, they try again and again and they don't yeah. quit until they get yeah. caught. They try to get everything. Yeah. So he just he stopped. That's when he stopped. He was like he tried. It didn't work. So he stopped. Mm-hmm. And the years he spent attempting to ignore his feelings, different from uh, dif- yeah, ignoring it, he did everything to keep his mind busy, busy, like eat. He was over three hundred pounds. Oh my big. gosh! He cleaned his apartment with repeatedly. Repeated a day, okay? Repeatedly a day. Like and over two times. I yeah, think. like three times. He cleaned. Keep his mind bu- busy. Yeah. yeah, he played video games for hours and worked. So okay, he tried. I give yeah, him that. Yeah, tried. That's only <laughs> I the give beginning. Him that. Yeah. So I don't give tried. him that. I don't care. That's his life. If yeah. he, if he, no, in the end, actually did something no, bad, I don't. It's not as an excuse, but he tried. Yeah, before fa- before, before yeah, doing. Before oh, okay. Up. Well, okay. Yeah. So apart from that. He tried to avoid his temptation by staying away from children like his family and friends. And he worked at a pizza house, so he preferred to work in the back so he wouldn't see children from school because it was children used to come there after school and all that. So he preferred to work in the work back so he wouldn't see them. Okay, come on. Yeah. So he tried. Like, come on. But that's not an excuse for him. No, 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 not at all. But, but, come on. Try but I can't, I can't find the sympathy the there. The only thing that is left is if he, if he just took his freaking path and went to the police station and be like, okay, I have this issue and I will yeah. do anything to help me. You know? But... Okay. He tried. So he developed this reputation as someone who didn't like children because he stayed away from children that much. And he didn't go online to look at pornography. So he tried. This is how, how he tried to avoid his temptation. So he could manage his compulsions to opposite until he couldn't get to to a point. He could to a point where he couldn't imagine it anymore. So that was he couldn't. It was just too was hard. Too it was too much for him. But kill yourself. So I feel like those people I feel like I feel like Suicide is the solution. <laughs> yeah. It sounds just so bad, but please. Seek like, help. You know? Yeah. Fuck. 
No, don't, don't be quiet. Because most of the time, uh, this um, our society is built not to have. You know what I mean? Yeah, Cause they are there are already so many medicine and yeah, 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 yeah. And it, you go back to your house yeah. where it's still a Just problem. Sleep. Drink water. Drink water. That will help you. No, I feel like starve yourself. Yeah. That will help because starving, you know, fasting, it actually yeah. does help. It, it actually yourself. does. It actually does. Okay. This man, always be on the phone. So, when tried, you know, romantic relationship with adult men, they didn't go as well. And he described it, he described it as he didn't have the social confidence have this relationship with adult men were they attracted to them he no oh mm. well, let me get to that <laughs> so to groom a child to molest he decided to kidnap and but he was scared of getting caught so what did he do he drove around the tree looking after the right child at the right moment. Imagine him driving around two year, for two years. <laughs> okay. Two, yeah. <laughs> and he came closer to abducting several children, but each time something was not right, mm. so he couldn't. At one time, he was so, so close to take a child that it was so, somewhat, it was so obvious, like, People would notice it, mm-hmm. so he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But he was looking at the child. He was, he was studying with the child. He was, he was ready to take the child. But so, oh. so he already chose the child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but couldn't because you know each time something was not right. On October sixth, two thousand two, Sean Hornbeck was on his bike. Imagine sh- this little boy was on his bike. And Michael was on his vehicle and watching this child. So he looked around and saw that no one else was there but him and his bike. So what did he do? This crazy <laughs> man. <laughs> he used his truck to knock the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Like a like yeah 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 like like he yeah he drove. He almost killed the child. Yeah. yeah. And. The parents asked him why, you know, you said each time something happened, so you were looking for the right time and, you know, opportunity, yeah. You know what he said? It just worked. It, well, it just happened. It just happened. It just happened. Hmm? Oh, man. But after that, you know, after he drove him over his bike, hmm. he realized that he didn't have a plan. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to do it. So he took home the boy and kept the boy tied up in his apartment for a month, not knowing what he was going to do with the boy. He molested him. He didn't molest him during yeah, that month. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. And then he decided to kill the boy. So he took him out and he took him out to kill him. It was night and the boy begged for his life. Oh he begged and begged and begged for, for his life. As he began to strangle him. Oh, no. And do you know what the boy said? If you don't kill me, I will keep quiet. So, the abductor, Mr. Michael, stopped 
and said, of course, let's go first. They took them home and they lived together for four years <gasps> using various cover stories, as you said, as like similar to your story, mm. as father and son. And oh, it's like cover-up story. Yeah, cover-up stories. To, oh. Friend of the boy's friend of the boy's father, mm. and all that, mm. you know. Mm. Yeah. But he was gone. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah, that's so. For four years, they were living like that, and yeah. So, but after four years, Bel Belvin Michael wanted another boy. He got pregnant. So, what did he do? He followed a boy, thirteen years old, William Ombai. Getting getting off the bus, so William Ombai was getting off the bus on his way home, and his friend was seeing all of this, you know, because mm -hmm. he saw a vehicle, mm -hmm. and he saw Michael, and Michael got kidnapped. No, not Michael. Uh, William mm -hmm. got kidnapped by Michael. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. by Michael. Yeah. yeah. And days later, they came out with it, and they were looking for him. So this his friend. Mm -hmm. He was smart, smart, smart. <laughs> so he remembered, he couldn't describe the whole vehicle. Allahumma so body! So he described oh the whole gosh, vehicle yes. to the police. And they came out with the information on social media, on news and everything. Mm -hmm. And this this is who? Delvin's boss at the police, uh, where he worked, called the police when the details were reported by media. By media. Because he knew that it was him. Because they described the vehicle and mm -hmm. it's just like his vehicle. Mm -hmm. After four days of Bill William's kidnap, mm -hmm. the boys were rescued and Delvin was in jail. Oh. But he didn't feel any remorse. He didn't regret anything. And this is him. He not not feeling nothing. And the sick part is that. Because when he told the story, the... the Interviewers just said that he didn't feel anything because usually people they feel regret and guilt or any type of emotions, mm -hmm. but he, he didn't have any type of emotions and he didn't have any evil in his upbringing. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the delusion to the way that could describe him why he, he is the way out, he is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was your story. Yeah, is it well done? Yeah. No, but but like he. So basically, he just like uh, he just waited like for the right moment. But the thing was, he struggled with his sexual. Is it called sexuality? Uh huh. Call that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he tried to uh, avoid, ab avoid it, avoid, avoid it. And okay, he knew that he only attracts young younger boys. Yo, okay, this man must be one of the most consistent. People I've like I, I've, heard, I've heard about though no, not just not just uh, like how much he actually tried not to do this yeah, but also the two years of looking for yeah <laughs> that is consistency for what? like no 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 but what makes me is like like why did you, you know he went he went through a lot you know mm. not you know trying to you know. Avoid yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he, he tried to avoid his yeah. temptation for so long. Mm. Why, why give it all up? 
in the end when he just could have, you know, seek out for help. Yeah, and he said he couldn't manage his feelings. He couldn't. So he said to just rent, he couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you have waited so long, you know, not go act on your temptations, you mm. could at least, you know, go try a bit, longer, for, yeah. uh, be a bit longer and try to actually get uh, yeah, like help. professional help. Mm. But instead, it's like, nah, I have waited this for this long, you know, for mm. so many years. Now I'm tired now. Mm. Let's go on my temptations. But no, you should at least, you know, if you have fought so long mm. with your emotions, you know, mm. it's just a waste in the end if you actually follow on them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think, I don't, it, it, it didn't say anything about him being, uh, uh, you know, what's it called? A child, maybe. No, no, no. It, obviously he's a child. Yeah, yeah, but, but. It didn't say anything about him being a uh, psychopath, did it? No. Because he gives, he gives. He gives that vibe. Yeah, yeah, because. A psychopath doesn't have emotions. He doesn't yeah. feel. He only have sexual desires, mm. whether it is towards women, male, children. Kids, yeah, yeah, exactly. But he gives off that kind of uh, that kind of uh, sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. Silver, Silver, I have a question for you. Yeah. You said earlier that you know he tried. I gave him that. Mm. Would you think that he he's if, will you see him as a better person than the guy you told about? Definitely. They both are sick. But mm-hmm. this... Um, Kenneth Parnell was... He was doing this as long as he's known about it. Like okay. as, yeah. As fast as he felt like, oh, I'm a, uh, I like younger boys, mm. he started sexual assaulting younger boys. This guy actually tried to not so even though, even though it's disgusting whatever both of them did, you know, and it, it can never be explained and it can never be excused or whatever, Kenneth Parnell did this and didn't have any, like, like any, any regrets. And the worst thing with him was that he, he actually made the children, like he made Stephen think Believe. that he was not wanted mm. and he was not loved and that uh, this was supposed to happen. I see this, Ken Parnell was a lot cooler okay. than this guy, definitely. Was he better? No, he did the same thing. Yeah. But but was he worse at trying not? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was good at trying not to do, do this. Mm. Definitely. Some men, some people, some humans. Mm. Oh, you mean the so-called humans? Mm-hmm. No. No, uh, no. <laughs> they say. Oh, please. <laughs> they say. Oh, my God. Don't let your... If you have a kid or a younger sibling, yeah. please. Yo, you don't get... I have a sibling, okay? Mm-hmm. And I... As fast as... Because the two youngest, he's eight and she's five. Mm-hmm. And if they go out, I have to know exactly okay. where they put their like, like oh my god, I can't even. I'm so paranoid because I've heard so many stories, mm. and not even that bad. Like there was once this this guy at our um, 
like Alsa our house, uh-huh. that came and started to strangle a kid in our neighborhood. What? Yes. Randomly? Or? Randomly, yeah. So we just came up and, and just started, started to strangle a guy. This, this guy, yeah. And I remember I was with a friend at the friend's house and that was her cousin. And they called and they were like, uh, yo, your cousin just, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Who was the cousin? The child being strangled or the guy yeah, strangling? The child being strung, uh, strangled was my friend's cousin. Oh. That's how we heard about the okay. Yeah. And the, the worst thing is the police doesn't do anything. Yo, protect your kid. Because the police won't do anything. Because I remember we called the police and they were like, well, we can't find him. So, yeah. But, but call us next time. Next time this happens. Mm. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna um. just sit here, wait yeah, yeah. until he strangles uh, another, another child. Kid. And what if yeah. this time he actually succeeds and this child, you know, even if he doesn't you die, what if he gets brain, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that's the thing. Like that guy might have this, you know, weird temptations to kill people. Mm. Oh, yeah, and he, he just yeah, yeah. So he just wants to go around and kill people. So we're just gonna wait until he actually does it, and then call the police, yeah. and hopefully they will find him this time. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully they will do something. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, Alice protect your kid uh. and protect your neighborhood's kid, because your kid is as precious to people as their kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like. Whoever it is, as soon Protect as you see kid. something suspicious or something weird, no, act upon it. No. This, like, is no, there's no time in standing there thinking, like, is this okay? Is this, this not? Like, as soon as you see someone, like, something weird, like a van or something, yeah. and you see a child, like, being taken in that way, and, like, please just go... Like take the description. Oh, no, no, not only that. Just go uh, talk. You know, go there and be like, hey, like, no, is that your ahead. child? Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you know, just ask. Just say yeah, something. Yeah, because they're nervous. Yeah, scared. yeah. They're doing yeah. something out of place. They they scared. Remember the look of the car. You know, oh, you yeah. can describe yeah. it. Get yeah. as many details as, as possible. possible. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I heard yeah. this advice from mother. She said, tell your kid that if they ever go lost, get lost, mm. to go to a mother to a woman with the children mm. you know mm. to a mom with the children and not some woman or random man and tell them that you are lost mm. so rather go to some woman to have children yeah because she already has that love exactly and that that's so yeah. smart so she said tell this to your children and teach them you know and tell them mm. and always listen always protect a child a woman but even even a man, yo, if somebody needs protection, protect because if you protect other people, the the protector, okay, will protect you. Yeah, you know, and I'm always listen to your gut. Oh, always, yeah. always, always. Some people, you know, when they get into the, for example, what is it, the elevator mm. with some random man, and they have this gut feeling that they should go, you know, mm. go go yeah. away from the. Yeah, yeah elevator but they just feel sorry mm. for the man or from the person in that you know they feel sorry for them mm. and then they just they stay in there mm. and that gut your feeling telling you to go out it's the it's the feeling you should follow because that one can lead you to being kidnapped and everything
animals or assaulted or anything get your hijab rug up because yo that happens all the time that's animal different. use that got feelings so yeah why yeah. shouldn't we oh that's true Allah. yeah that's true. we should use it too <laughs> that's small like if the animal uh, i heard like that probably what? from a podcast too <laughs> we discuss that yeah. that's why it's in our laws no that's that's so small. shout out to the <laughs> i don't know the name shout out to some kind of all these yeah. Yeah. no but I really like that advice, you know, going to a mother who has children yeah, for ask for help. Because that's a much uh, yeah, because the high there's a high chance that she's actually normal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That she will help you because yeah, yeah. she has her own children. Yeah, yeah. she's she's scared for her own children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she wants somebody to help her. Yeah. Yeah, so that yeah, that's and then so some so random so woman. <laughs> Psychopath, you know. Yeah, or a man. man. Mm, oh my god. <laughs> Oh, have you seen Lion? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, I cannot yeah. watch that movie. I saw I that movie. And yeah. I'm, I'm such a crybaby. Well, I, I'm such a crybaby. Wait, like, which... I'm just like... Like, when I was saying, yes, there was a photo, I was like, no, I'm going to cry. No, I'm such a crybaby. So I can't yeah. listen to that. No, I can't watch that movie. No, no, no. no. Wait, no, wait, 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 I'm gonna take care of you and then take you home, something like that. And then he followed her home. She showered him. She put some new clothes on him. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember that scene. So in the end, she was just going to sell him. Yeah, exactly. That's so freaking her. sick. Of course. He trusted his guts and yeah. ran out of exactly. there. Being like, That's I'm out okay, of there. Okay, shut up. People <laughs> might want to see the movie. Okay, okay. But we're not, so we're, awesome. we're not telling the ending or something, but yeah. it's a really good movie. You should all see it. It's mm. amazing. Maybe one day when I have guts, I will see it. <laughs> But it's based on a true story. Which I know that's. <laughs> if somebody just said, "Hey, this movie is about a guy who get kissed," like, kid, I would be like, "Oh, yo, okay, let's watch it." Mm-hmm. But then they're like, "Oh, this is a true story," and I'm like, "Okay, Bismillah, now it's now it's reality." <laughs> like, I need to prepare myself. It's, it's too hard. No, it's too hard. It is quite hard. So. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. So let's see you guys next week with a yeah. new topic. And thank uh, you for listening, y'all. Yeah. With yeah. uh, with a more brighter topic. Exactly. Yeah. More definitely. A we will try to keep it like that. A harsh topic and then more. Brighter. You know, because we we are people with good hearts. <laughs> we, we don't wanna. <laughs> no, we don't want not. you to suffer. You no, know? no, you're not. Mm. Aqua is the worst. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have a good heart. Yeah. She's the worst. <gasps> she's you're, if you're new. She spit ones at homeless. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Whoopi. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for next week and in salty stories. Bye guys. Bye bye. Salam alaikum. Konnichiwa. Salam. Hi, hello, hi.